What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Jonathan from Calling in Favors, episode sixteen. I think it's sixteen. I don't really know. It's I don't even know anymore. Um, I got my boy Ryan Clancy. Uh, you won the Mass Golf, I think, two thousand fourteen or two thousand thirteen. Um, State Publix Championship. He's also been this past season. So he'll bring on a conversation about his golf game, and supposedly we're supposed to have another buddy and coming on. And when I tell you every story has a dumb and dumber, when from 2012 till about 2017 18 these two were dumb and dumber when i say one was gas the other was match it was <laughs> if you could without saying these guys are criminals if you could break if you could think of the worst situation that you could ever think of and how do we make it worse without breaking the law these two would figure it out. I'm talking showing up to their boss's house at 2 a.m. after a Red Sox game with a member that the neighborhood could hear. I, ladies and gentlemen, let's get him in. You've heard me refer to him. Um, he, we'll get into the rest of his resume afterwards. But Ryan Clancy, what's up? Welcome to Calling in Favors. What's up, brother? How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Uh, again, when when – your partner in crime comes on. We'll get into obviously all of the live and all all that stuff. But until he gets here, we got nothing better to do but kill some time by telling some stories, right? Um, you know, fair, it's funny. I was right actually now. gonna start. I was gonna start. Yeah, exactly. He's fair game right now. Exactly. So I was gonna start the show by going into you know, um, you guys have kind of seen the roller coaster of this, you know. He actually asked what okay, what caused the podcast to come about. And I've got a ton of new listeners, so I'll take an opportunity to kind of catch some of you up real quick. You know, um, life changed. Uh, in September, my dog passed away, and, and you know, I, we kind of, me and the investors decided not to go the fitting route any longer. And I had a plan in mind to head to Florida. Things changed. I didn't know what to do next. Um, when you're lying on a recliner and you can't move because of your arthritis, it, it, it makes the options limited. Um, I had an idea of doing this. I used to DJ in college. I had never been on a mic before. I've never written a show before. And I just said, you know what? Oh, this will be fun. So anybody that's been watching along on social media, you guys have seen the behind the scenes. I found a way to do this the old school way, you know, the old mono way, the way we used to hook up DJs and everything. And then once I figured that out, now I'm like, okay, let's figure this out like an adult and figure out the sound and, and get some guys on to talk about it. So there you go, Ryan. There's your story. He asked me pre-show Beautiful. what happened, so I figured I'd, I'd catch him up. So he's got smirks on his face, so I don't know what's going on. Ryan's texting him or anything. but um, exactly. <laughs> So I saw you played a little golf today. How, uh, how'd you play? Uh, good. We had to host a guy from um, big Instagram following. I think his name's on Instagram is PJ. Uh, I think I showed it to you earlier. I can't remember the, what the Instagram handle is, but it's uh, yeah, it's Coing or Coing or Koenig or Co- yeah, something yeah, like that. K O E, I think. K O E N I G. Yeah, he's uh, 
Yeah, Koenig. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> good. Good. I dude. saw. I looked yeah. through when you told me when you told me you were hosting him last night. I looked through. And he's got some pretty iconic venues. Um, he's got some photos from Pebble Beach. He's got some photos from Augusta. So he's. I think he has 110,000 followers on Instagram or something like that. So yeah, he's uh, he's got an open invite on the on the podcast anytime. That's right. That's right. We had uh, I had tagged him in it, so I think he's going to reach out. He's got a lot of downtime uh, in the afternoons and in the evenings, obviously. But what a uh, what a journey that guy's had. He's so he started January 3rd, and today is what June 7th, June 6th, or something, and he's already logged 249 yeah. rounds. And has not played the same golf course twice. <laughs> That's just like, insanity. To me. I, that doesn't sound fun to me, but again, to each their own. You know, it, it, I'm one of those. You've known me long enough. I don't care what it is you get into. If it's not mine, I stay away from it. But I don't care what you what it is. And if it's playing 500 rounds of golf, play 500 rounds of golf. I hope I don't hit 500 golf balls this whole season. <laughs> That's to play for really great. Yeah. Like, you get me? Like, it's that, that sounds like, mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. So, I know, uh, I know obviously you didn't play as well as you would have liked at the, the U.S. four ball, but it seemed like you guys had an awesome experience. Um, you know, again, doing this podcast, it's, it's kind of, it's tough knowing who's, who's available and when they're available. Um, Mm-hmm. Might have you back on in the future. I got a couple other guys that played in that same event that who knows, maybe we'll get on and talk about it. But while you're here, where was it? I know it was at Kiowa, but it wasn't the ocean course. Correct. Yeah, this year they hosted uh, the uh, the two private clubs, Kasik and uh, the River Club. Um, two amazing, amazing golf courses. What, a, what an experience. Good golf courses. Yeah, obviously. Anytime you qualify for a USGA event, you know, the championship proper, you're getting a USGA set up championship proper. So it's, you know, the conditions are obviously going to be the best you've ever seen. The rough's going to be tough or something is going to be difficult to cover the golf course. No doubt. No doubt. And and aside from that, you know, that was probably, that was my first, played in the, the bajillion qualifiers, as you know, US qualifiers, but that was our first um, try at that. We got through, obviously, and you know, as much as much crap as I've been in the USGA over the years, and as much shit as I've talked about them, they 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 treat you like kings, man. It was quite the experience. I got to tell you, it was uh, felt like you were on tour for four days, even though it wasn't the uh, the long week we were hoping for. But uh, it was a it was an incredible experience. Do you or do you mind swearing on here? Sorry. <laughs> I I don't I don't I try not to I. Do you or do you mind swearing on here, sir? <laughs> I I don't I don't I try not to. I say um, I tell everybody I try not to say the f word. Uh, I got a ton of juniors that I fit that listen. I don't think their parents really care that much, but um, I like to be able to not hit the e button for the explicit on the gotcha. show. You know, it's but I don't care. Uh, again, if we do it, we do it. Again, this is a guest show. We let it rip. If one or two have to have the E button, I think there was already one that has the E button. I know I have a, um, I know I have a little bit of a donation to make to the Jimmy Fund coming up. I know I've slipped a few times, so you're not the first. There you, go. you won't be the last. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I, uh, you know, I've, I've given the USGA quite a lot of grief over the years as far as how they run events and and being sticklers, whether it be on the professional level or on the amateur level or or what have you. But um, 
I got to say it was being at that event for the first time and, and, and there with a partner and there with somebody who's been there before it was, uh, to have, you know, to be able to follow his lead one and two, just to, just to experience it. I mean, they treat you like a king, man. It is four days was, was good enough. Yeah. They roll a red oh, carpet up. God. It was, you know, felt like you're on yeah. tour for four days, which again, I don't know how those guys do it yeah, week in and week out. Good Lord. I was, I was wiped after four days. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, we played the pro scratch at Old Sandwich a few years ago, and it's same kind of. It's you walk in, and from the minute you get there to the minute you leave, you just that's how they do it. So I can, you know, I mean, you do the USGA. So any amateur that's played a member guest at, you know, like a TPC course or some really fancy private club, mm-hmm. multiply. Oh yeah, Pick everything fancy and everything nice that you've seen. The USGA does it, and it's over the top. So it's it's pretty cool. It is. It was it was a pretty cool experience. And and to go off what you said before, yeah, we uh, we couldn't we couldn't get it rolling early enough. I think there was some nerves in play for for what reason I don't know. You know, it was, yeah, I mean, obviously understandable <laughs> to a point. You know, you're not going to make a check, and and you know, it's you're going out there to ball out. So eventually, after the, I think the first ten holes, we looked at each other, we're like, dude, you know, let's get after it. You got nothing to lose. What are we yeah. doing? Yeah, exactly. So. That, <laughs> that's like um, I had Tasho and Harrison on after they won the Mass State Four Ball, and it's like Tasho was playing the solid, you know, let's make par, and he was just letting Harrison just let it rip. So it's funny because it doesn't look like Brower's going to join us. He's a kind of a Muppet. You never know with him. Um, he texts me all the time begging to come on. I tell him, tonight's your night, and he doesn't show. I don't know, but you might not get the invite ever again. Who knows? We'll see. You might have to be the one calling in. Yeah, favor. that's right. That's right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> again, I lost my train of thought because I was talking about uh, Brower, but – uh, what I was going to say is talking about the USGA and how over the top they can get. Um, it brings us to a, a good conversation that everybody's been having um, with the golf ball rollback. Uh, you know, it, it, I found a professional 90 in the bucket today and I, I put up a video on social media of me mm-hmm. hitting it. You know, I wanted people to see what the difference is with the golf ball today and the golf ball 20 years ago. Um I have my opinions on it and I have my thoughts on it, but, um, Ryan, I know hits it a long way. You know, I, I used to hit it a long way. I've lost, you know, 15 miles an hour on my driver and about 70 yards. Still um, goes straight, but just to kind of give you guys a reference, it still goes <laughs> straight, but to give you guys a reference, I know a lot of our followers are from the Massachusetts area and very familiar with the country club of New Bedford. Well, the ninth hole at the country club of New Bedford is a dog leg left. I want to say it's like 420 or something like that with a giant tree down the left side. Um, my target back in the day when I was averaging, you know, three, 305 to 315 was kind of my solid drive. I'd hit it up over that tree on the left with a baby fade, and I'd hope to have anywhere from 100, you know, to 125 in. Now I hit a drive. I hope to get it by the corner. I'm probably looking at 200. Um, the reason why I bring this hole up is one day myself and Ryan and a couple guys, we played Resi in the mm. morning. We went to Cafe Funchal for lunch, had a few cocktails, 
And then we went to New Bedford. Um, I, I believe Joe Cordani was the pro at the time, and he let us come out. Um, it was when I was working at Spring Valley, and the wind was down from the from the left, and I hit my usual, you know, high cut up over the tree, and I absolutely roasted this one. And the wind was at our back, and we get up there, and I'm like, we we drive up, and we see a ball at like 40 yards from the green, and I'm like, ooh hell hit a second shot already and and then he's like no that's my drive and i'm like no it's not i'm like that's your drive right there at 70 yards he's like nope that's you and i'm like you like it's i've never seen anybody hit it that far in that hole again they was to give you reverence he was just shy of the the approach bunkers where you drive the carts around and i couldn't believe it i thought i roasted it like i said i had like 75 yards in and I couldn't believe what he had. So, again, what better guy to have come on and talk about the golf ball rollback than a guy that it will definitely affect? What um, what are your thoughts, Ryan? Well, real quick before we dive into that, disclaimer, I probably made a hell of a par from there. And uh, <laughs> But uh, that day was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> while you're coughing, laughing, I got an even better story for that one that will... You can follow up with it, and it will explain Ryan's comment right there. Uh, Ryan is known to uh, drive for show and putt for dough or wedge it. Him and Frankie Borelli might have a uh, butter-off contest. Um, (laughs) Obviously, I'm joking around. I'm exaggerating. But it was one of those situations where this past month when you were playing the the USGA four-ball, honestly, I saw you make x on the first hole a par five or early in yeah. the round and needless to say i took a screen grab sent a picture to brower and said x on a par five something's never <laughs> we know changed what, yeah. <laughs> we know what happened there yeah <laughs> we're going after it <laughs> went south quickly unfortunately <laughs> i'm gonna stuff this in there two feet from 75 yards to a tuck pin no. nice yeah, yeah exactly thanks for coming no, actually, I take that back. He doesn't make seven. He hits. It. See, Frankie Borelli would make seven. <laughs> Ryan hits it to twenty-five feet, pisses and moans, two putts for par, and just, man, I just suck at wedges. I do. I do. I was. I used to envy you all the time. I blow it by you by thirty yards, and then you'd stuff it in there to a foot, and there I am, a hundred out, and have fucking twenty-five feet. I'm like, oh my god. So. <laughs> Another reference point for anybody listening, uh, the third hole at reservation now. So back when you played it, it used to be four. It used to be nine when you played it. It's the way it should be. The setup, they don't even get me started on that one. Um, He hit it into the back bunker with a three wood. So it just gives you that kind of how far he hit it. What was was, I think you shot like 40, 30 at resi that day or something like that. You had... Two eagles on the it back. Was, it, it was a. It was not the hottest start in the world, but it was. It was a good finish. I think there were some uh, mid round cocktails that may have loosened us up a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, senior and juniors for the for those of you that don't know, um, the 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 guy that's supposed to come on the third guy is uh, Paul Brower Jr. and his father was. Mondays were kind of our day, you know. For anyway, so the, the day we're talking about at New Bedford, you know, but that just shows you how far you hit it. So let's get back to the, the to, yeah. we could literally do this. As you can tell, we haven't talked in a while. <laughs> and we're kind of catching up, and we could probably do this for hours. But um, it, it's funny. Everybody thinks this is a negative space because I, I go at a I, I go at a couple of superintendents, you know, um, 
But again, they, everybody thinks I'm singling out the superintendent at my former club. What they don't realize is the nickname Hurricane actually came from the club that we worked at. That's together. right. At the Valley of Sin, baby. Hurricane Dan was where that nickname came from. And I don't even know who called him at first. So I can't even take credit for it. It's funny. I, it's caused World War Three at my former club. Um, it, it's kind of comical. He's a human hurricane. I can't help it. I, I can't. But it is what it is. That's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about coming on, talking some shit, and having some fun. So back to the golf ball. That's what are your thoughts? As far as the golf ball, I, I'm kind of mixed emotions. I mean, you know, you know how I feel. I I, I love to hit it far. I love to hit as far as I can. Uh, you froze. Good now. Frozen. Still frozen. You froze. I didn't hear a word oh, you said. I said is, am I still frozen? Okay, got it. Um, I said, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of have some mixed emotions about the the new rule. Um, or all right, hang on, stop, so I can edit that mm -hmm. out, and then start over saying my thoughts on the okay. golf ball. You're frozen again. Is that me or you? I got full Wi-Fi. I don't know. So do I. I don't know what's going on? I don't know. It's just acting up. But you're good, good now. now um my thoughts on the ball yeah so just it, honestly it may get it sometimes my computer just freezes and it's still recording and it goes fine and then when i go to edit it's nice and smooth it's there yeah. so but i'd rather have it again so i can edit it out if i have to, sure so. sure yeah it, it'll go from uh yeah, that so. screen goes back and forth for a second but then it comes back so it's good but uh, yeah so when I, when I stopped, the last thing I said was your thoughts on the golf ball rollout. Uh, yeah. So my thoughts on the golf ball, um, rollout rule there, I, I, mixed emotions. You know, you know me. I like to, I you know, I get off on hitting it far. So, uh, but uh, I don't know. Sometimes it would be it would you know, it would be nice to see these guys have to work for it a little bit more. You know, um, just from a sofa standpoint, if you will. I, I agree with that. <laughs> you know, you got Rory, yeah. you got DeChambeau, it, you got these guys hitting it. It's stupid now, but it's. Uh... Which which I think is doing a disservice for DeChambeau, because when he did that whole let's change to hitting it a mile thing, his um, his short game was fine. It wasn't until he started getting into the graphite shafted wedges and the trying to hit it forever that he lost his feel a little bit. You know, uh, it'll be interesting to see if he gets that back. But I agree with you about the golf ball. Um, and the other thing, too, the, the part that you left out that I, I want your comments on it, too. Uh, I know you love, you know, circle T swag sure. and wanting to be able to play with the tourist play. So it is that aspect of it as well. You know, it's not just you know, the golf ball, it's the golf ball, what it does to business, how, you know what I mean? How it affects business, things like that. It, there's so much more to right, it. Right. Right. And I, you know, I, the more that I think about it and the more they bring it up, you see it on the golf channel or what have you and, and this and that. I know, I know, you know, my, my biggest fan is kind of in favor for it. Tiger, Tiger wants it for some reason. I don't know why, just because of probably the era that he grew up in, you know, he, him hitting at 315 was that was cool. The ball couldn't. But, but he didn't just hit it three fifteen. He hit it three fifteen, and he was a shot right. maker. 
you know, so that's kind of, that's where you kind of, um, you, you have a point and I see his point on it. You know, he, he was a guy that, and he still plays a ball that spins more than anybody sure. else. You sure. know, um, it's, they didn't sell his ball for Nike on the market. It was the Nike one black. And then they had the Nike one black tiger woods version. And I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I got a feeling that they may have manufactured that ball out there and a cushion it near your house and maybe put a Nike logo on it. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> to be honestly, I I think they did for no. Honestly, I I think that Nike might have gotten in trouble. I honestly, I think that Nike would have gotten in trouble a little bit, but I think they were infringing on some patents. Mm-hmm. But I think once once Bridgestone figured that out, they were the ones that were making the core for the golf ball for the Nike golf ball for Tiger. So when they went out of business, that's why he switched to Bridgestone right away. He basically was playing his Nike. He probably was until recently playing his same Nike golf. Ball. I would agree. I would agree. But to go off what you said too, about um, going back to the golf ball, it's uh, with all the shenanigans going on these days and the politics and golf, especially obviously on the PGA tour, I'm sure we'll get into that at some point, but it's uh, I don't, I don't see with all the antics that they have going on, especially the PGA tour, I do not see them voting the golf ball rule in effect, the rollback rule, if you will. I think the USG, I think they're only going to have to do it in USGA events or invitationals, yeah. if you will. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, I agree. The players are going to kind of put your foot down. And that, that was another one that I wanted to talk to you about. Obviously we'll get into it when we start getting into the live conversation and things like Ugh. that. But um, the one thing, the what's the, that? <laughs> the live, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It, it's the one thing that the golf ball, and I'm gonna. My opinion of it was I really had no opinion of it until kind of recently. I was sitting there thinking, you know, I see both sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. You know, right now you can't put an NFL football into play in a high school event or college event. It's not approved, right? You can't put an NBA basketball in play in a high school or college event. It's not approved. So, again, you know, you're talking about wanting to play what the pros play. I get it. But you're already not doing it in other sports. You know, baseball is using aluminum bats. So every other sport, there's different rules between amateurs and professionals. So I don't really have a problem with the rule. Um, and I love the fact that it would protect the old golf courses, you know, like Colonial and Olympic Club and, you know, the, the ones that are right around 7,000 yards that are becoming out of date right. for the for the U.S. Open and USGA and stuff. But um, on the other side of that coin, I remember being a 13 or 14 year old kid and os- asking for the authentic official NBA basketball for Christmas and my father being the smart parent that he was he bought me the indoor outdoor version mm-hmm. of it not the official game ball and i remember being a kid i loved it it was outside and i played with it all the time but i always had that in the back of my head i want that game right, ball right, you know right, i want right. that leather that nba game ball so <clears throat> i see both sides of the argument you know from the golf pro side of the argument roll it back for the pros i have no problem with it let's keep some of these amazing tracks like new bedford um Thorny Lee, you know, I would say Juan and Moisa, but they just did a renovation and they're 
like 72 at par 69 oh, wow. so right. that's just as good but you know yeah some some of these old golf courses that are 65 to 6800 yards that you know have become elite i mean come um not elite become irrelevant because of how short they are not just for championships but for qualifiers sure, sure. and and you know i haven't i haven't dove too far into that whole rule thing you would probably know better than i would um I guess the one question I have about the ball is will the USGA for obviously the USGA is probably going to force it during qualifiers as well. Right. That's a, that's another whole interesting conversation because you're going to all of a sudden force amateurs to play with a golf ball that they don't have time to practice with time to play with. So it's, yeah, I mean, I would assume they'd have to, you know, you're not going to have Tiger playing one ball and me playing another. If I, I mean, obviously I'm saying me, but if I qualified for the U.S. Open, it's not that's not fair, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, there's so much again, and, and that's going to be the next thing we're going to talk about is the PGA PIF um, agreement yesterday. There's so much more to uncover with all of it than um, who knows. I I just hope. I'm an idiot. I just noticed I didn't turn off the air conditioner. I hope you don't have to do this all over again, but whatever it is, what it is again, like I said, right when we came out of the rip, it's kind of been a behind the scenes, me learning how to make a podcast. You know, I'm learning as I go. I'm making mistakes as I, I think go. you're doing great. Brother. Whatever it is, oh, what it good. is. It's been you're fun. doing great. It's been a fun ride. Um, so what are, since we brought up the PIF and the Saudis and live, let's, let's, let's start that conversation and we'll wrap it with that. I mean, what are your thoughts? Uh, I've been tossing and turning about this and I, I think you had saw my post the other day and, and, you know, whether or not it got as many likes or acknowledgement or whatever, Clancy cares too much about the politics of golf, like whatever. A couple things Rory said that really hit it for me, um, in a nutshell, we're, we're in exactly how I feel. And that's why I quoted what he said. Uh, he started off by saying, I think he opened the, um, I think he may have opened the uh, the conference with, don't get me wrong, I, I hate live, I think he said. And he's like, I, I hate live, and I hope it goes away, and, and it should. And I, my ears went on and off right there. I'm like, boom, all right, I agree with you there. And then he kind of followed up with, in, um, with a comment regarding the uh, PGA Tour kind of merge side of things and, and went into the whole money aspect of it and talked about, you know, the, the Saudis or the PIF, they, they want to be a part of golf and they're not going to go away. They were going to make themselves known in some fashion, whether that be buying this, buying that, doing this, implementing that. And, and I, I couldn't agree more with them on that. They were going to push for it regardless. Um, and his big thing was, you know, if we're all going to merge and come together at this point, even after the antics of Jay Monahan, that's a completely different topic, but he goes, let's use the money in the right fashion. And I, I was like, okay, if, if that's what we're going to do, then that's what you're going to do. And those are the two things that really, really stood out to me. Yeah. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I, I got to give credit with credit to Tyler Arnold on Facebook shared um, Stephen A. Smith yesterday talking about it. He was on Twitter and the video is great. I'll probably share it again. Um, he goes into all the businesses doing money with the PIF. 
if you're gonna judge on the politics of things and the business of it you better think twice before you shop at a place that you probably frequent quite a bit i mean it's a lot it's the businesses that are involved with the PIF is insane. They're not going anywhere. When you have $700 billion to throw at a problem, a couple billion isn't really a big deal. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, so they weren't going anywhere. They threw a couple billion dollars at live and, you know, um, they're going to get out of a lot of those contracts. It's one of those things where, like, they're talking about, you know, Mickelson already got the $100 million, but he's going to sacrifice probably – the 30 million every year for the next few years going forward. So Liv's probably going to go away. I think you're going to see the guys from Liv are still going to kind of have a black eye, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, this is the first labor stoppage in history of the PGA sure. Tour, and it didn't stop. You know what I mean? Um, this was a strike. It was a player's strike. You know, the PGA Tour has been greedy for years, and the players finally found – you know, a way in an investor to, to get their way and, and get the money they wanted and get what the seasons they wanted and the events that they want to play in and not be bullied by the PGA Tour. Um, I think in the end, everything Rory said, like you, as you said, I agree with him. He's spot on. My only thing is the sacrificial lamb comment. Um, yes, all those guys passed up a lot of money, but They've also tripled the purses. First prize is three times what it used to be. They're making more money now on the with the purse side of things. And who knows, whatever new event in the PIF, PIF come up with, they may be able to make that money back. And if all of them had jumped ship, there would be no PGA Tour. Everybody would be on live. So, again, yeah, sacrificial lamb. But if Tiger and Rory and all them went to live, there would be no PGA Tour. So they really, I mean, they lost. But they really would have lost had that Correct. happened. Correct. And and two things to go off what you just said. <clears throat> Again, me being the Tiger fan that I am, you know, you know that better than anybody. But it's uh, it's kind of scary that we haven't heard from him yet. Uh, just being the goat and being who he is, and and being offered almost a uh, billion dollars to to jump ship, and he has not come out in public and said one word yet it's it's kind of like well what is, this is not over yet like what's going on right so that that kind of scares me a little bit i can't wait to see what transpires there but uh the other thing was too in, in my head we've been tossing and turning at my club talking about it just the boys when we're playing or whatever and it's uh there's a very easy way out of this in our opinion but we, we don't know the background obviously and, and what's going on behind the scenes but you know if all these guys are going to sit here on the PGA tour and complain, Hey, I could have gone and could have came back and I could be supplying for my family with all the money, hundred million, 300 million, whatever the number was. Hey, let's all come together. If these guys have that much money, strike a check for 50 million to a hundred million for everybody. Sorry for your losses. Here we go. Let's all get on. Let's, let's all get on with our lives. If, if there really is that much money floating around, I, you know, <laughs> I, and I think you may see that yeah. happen. I mean, you may see, you're probably not going to see it and them say it like that. I think what you're going to see is whatever this new thing that they come up with, there'll be some appearances. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, I think that's kind of where you'll see it and that'll be how they finance it. And that'll be how they, they, they sports wash it, if you will. But again, it, it's, 
I I was a fan of Brandel Chambly. I still like a lot of his golf takes, but it got to a point where I just couldn't watch well, it anymore. You know, you, you, you get, listen, the story was here. Liv was here. I don't care if you like it. You don't like it. It wasn't going anywhere. You know, they had to figure out a way to compromise or everybody was going right, to lose. So, right. you know, it is what it is. You know, my my question is, I know you've um, one of the things I meant to mention on the start of the show was you were caddying and you've done some caddying on tour for Bryson Nimmer. And um, have you talked to him? What's his opinion on all this? It's so funny. You just said that I'm sitting here on my phone and uh, he just texted me. I think he finished his first round today at the uh, BMW Pro-Am. Two under. Finished it two. I think it was a little bit of a struggle. I I had texted him Wednesday and and said, uh, you know, I think it was what, four or five weeks ago. Um, you know, I, I've been, long story short, I've been caddying right after right after college for ten years at a place down here called Chichesi Creek. Uh, learned the ropes from a bunch of guys that have been in the business for a long time, and and you know, didn't quite take it seriously enough unless I had somebody you know with his caliber of play. If I was caddying for him, and then it would be kind of you know let's yeah. focus, but uh. Got the opportunity to caddy for him down there at um, in Savannah at one of his Corn Ferry events, and and we we took it to the house top ten, and he jumped probably fifty spots in the points, and I've been watching him closely. Obviously, with the real estate thing, I haven't been able to take time away and and say, hey, I can't take six days off. You know, you know the kid's gonna make the cut, right? So you're gone for at least four days, right? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's that's tough. No, I, I get it, but at the same time, we've if live starts live not live but if you know the pif and and all this starts creating some money and before you know it the corn ferry tour is million dollar purses instead of five hundred thousand dollars not purses but million dollar first prize instead of a couple hundred thousand things change you know so you want to be on that bag early i know it's a it's one of those things it's 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 you got the the wife and the kids and the, the not kids, but the wife and the family and and things to think about. But you know, get, it's a good end. It, it doesn't. It, it's not a bad life. You can sell real estate on your off. That's time. right. That's right. And and you know, if, if if things transpire the way that we think they're going to with the money here, and uh, you know, it, it kind of funnels down to the corn fairy side of things. Our our next episode on here, I could have a bib on. So who knows. <laughs> but uh yeah he he texted well, me and, all right, and so... said uh <laughs> you know uh, i think you said he shot 200 today i didn't see how he finished but uh yeah he's been struggling a little bit yeah he was too so we're gonna we're gonna have a little meeting i think when he gets he back. seems to get on the bogey train which which, which i feel like a, a good caddy a good solid caddy somebody to kind of you know every once in a while a player needs to be told to put in his place right. You know, and it can't become a fight or an argument. It just, listen, get over yourself. You know, that's a bogey we shouldn't have made. We can't make four in a row. You know, it just doesn't seem like whoever's on the bag when you're not there has that kick in the ass, that positive attitude, you know. Um, Now, one thing I will say about Clancy and Junior, and again, I not to bash him too bad. He didn't show up to protect himself, so I won't get too into it about Dumb and Dumber. But these two were gas in the match on the fire. But they're also, except for when they're talking about their own golf game, two of the most positive people you will ever meet in your life, to the point where I want to punch both of them in the face every time I see them. Like, yeah. dude, 
life's not that good. Stop <laughs> smiling. <laughs> Especially him. He had me beat by, you know, 10, 20%. He's always just bubbly. So. <clears throat> oh, no, but honestly, it, it, we've had some fun on the golf course. And I, again, I, I, I know I have to put him on double secret probation for no showing tonight, but if I don't let him on, then none of the stories get told. So it's like I'm torn. I don't know it's, what to do. Uh, I would definitely put him on a two-week probation, but I think it would be who of you to get him on here after after a drink or two. I think you're going to get some laughs. <laughs> if, if I find out he's face down in a Bud Light somewhere, I, I might fight him. <laughs> wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me. That's a whole nother conversation, by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, it's like, the funniest thing is the more we start doing this, you know, I got uh, Mike and Tippett on the first show, but you and Tippett were part of the story on that first show. Yeah, and, yeah. And Broward Jr. and Sr. have been in, so you know what I mean? It's just, all, that's what I want this podcast to be. Listen, am I going to talk about some shit that pisses yes. me off? Of yeah. course. And, you know, when I'm miserable and I can't get out of bed and I'm in pain, I'm probably not going to be the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> I might tell a couple of people to go bleep themselves here and there. But for the most part, you've played enough golf with me to know dude, the drinks are flowing, the, the bets are going, everybody's getting chirped. You know, um, I, I texted Brower today. I'm like, I'm like, you guys coming on the the podcast tonight. I'm like, you know, you know, Clancy's like a scratch, maybe a plus something or whatever. Brower's like a four, but neither one of them have ever played better than a 13 anytime they <laughs> play with true. me. So I, it's like, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's so it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, you, you just kind of let it rip on the golf course and, and anybody will tell you I'm fun to play with. You know, it's when I get going and I get pissed off, it's usually, um, usually not random and has been provoked has been planned has been plotted too so to the two couple of um social media guys that that were on a a charity event on cape cod that either were throwing jabs or it was a coincidence i'm going to give you this one i just took prednisone the angry golfer is the angrier <laughs> golfer when i'm on prednisone so if you want to become a target trust me i need I, I literally I, I need content. So, you know, if you wanna you wanna clown me about making fun of a superintendent, I'm not making fun of a superintendent. I he, he tried to he told my girlfriend he wanted to fight me. So okay, yeah, you're a challenge. You're gonna get made That's fun right. of. You're not good at your job and dumb and dumber protect you. So yeah, you're gonna get <laughs> chirped. But you know, if they wanna go ahead and chirp me, uh they can chirp me all they want. But just understand that, you know, your podcast about shooting eighty five is he an easy target? Oh, I love that. I, I mean, it's, it, it's, but again, no, I, again, I seriously, I love all golfers. I can't wait to do the ladies night show coming up. Um, we've had a ton of interest. They all say they want to do it, but hey, dude, it's hard enough to get one of you guys on here. Never mind six ladies. So, um, we're going to try to get that into, to go, um, next week or the week after, and we've been on here for a while, so we'll wrap it up now. Ryan, anything you wanted to touch on that I that I didn't hit on that that you want to say before you go? No, or? no, man. I think we uh, I think we covered this week's antics on on the Golf Channel very well. But uh, I just wanted to say thanks for having me, man. It's so good to hear your voice. Good to see you. Glad you're doing well. I wish you the best. Anything we can do to help promote this thing, let us know, man. 
Just keep sharing. Um, like I said, I I was I'm giving away a driver at 1,500 followers, um, but I just kind of stopped typing it. I was doing it the wrong way. So you know, when I'm in a bad mood and I'm not really dealing with people, and, and somebody's like, "Yeah, I'll share your post," but followers want to get something out of sharing. Oh sure. uh, well, getting to 1,500 followers and having a one in 1,500 chance at a free driver. I think it's worth a simple click. click. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think I need to give you anything else. I mean, <laughs> but again, it it's it, it is what it is. I, I'm new to this. I, the social media, the networking behind the scenes and stuff. I'm not up to speed. If I'm not doing things the right way, okay, just just don't share it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? But that's the way to get thing. You know, guests obviously it's so much more fun. The show's so much better. It works better with the guests. So. I appreciate you coming on and we'll definitely have, like I said, we'll definitely have to get you back on, um, you know, Bryson Nimmer is welcome. Um, your partner from the U S four balls welcome. Um, and of course, after he's off double secret probation, <laughs> I don't know. Is he dumb or dumb? Are you dumber? Or he's, you dumb? he's dumber for sure. He's dumber for sure. And yeah. Okay. Now both of these guys obviously are very successful and and educated, but when it comes to common sense, the lack you know, thereof, the yeah. drinks drinks are involved. <laughs> common sense isn't so That's common. Right. So, but uh, again, it it it's been a fun ride, and I can't wait. And again, I'm I'm excited. You saw the the post today. I'm back playing mm-hmm. some golf. I uh, hit some balls this morning, and hopefully, I'll feel feel good and, and be ready to go again next week and start Attaboy. playing Attaboy. so all right guys um until next time ryan i learned this the hard way just do me a favor don't sign out when i stop recording i have to make sure it all downloaded so again with uh me signing out i got some editing to do tonight <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Uh, this ought to be fun. I'm not very good at this. So if it comes out terrible, I apologize in advance. So if it looks like a Asian Kung Fu movie from the eighties, it is what it is. Um, one of the things I'm going to post tomorrow, I can't wait. I meant to do it today, but I actually got so much done playing golf and hitting balls today. I didn't get up to it was there was that video of the girls, um, where the guy says, why aren't we giving Gen X a hard time? Why do we let them off yeah, the hook? Yeah, yeah. And the chick goes on. We are the last generation you want to mess <laughs> yeah. with. Guess what? Hi, Rihanna. <laughs> That's right. Hi, Rihanna. <laughs> you know, I, I don't go at people unless they go at me. But if they go at me, I don't have a filter. And I, okay, guess what? Jimmy Fun F stands for fundraiser. If they go at me. Look at a buddy. We like dogs on this program. Let's we like go. dogs better than Let's humans. Go. But <laughs> like I said, it, it could turn into a uh, expensive Jimmy Fun trip if I get going on this rant because I don't give a fuck what people think about me, to be honest. I'm that dude. I'm from that generation. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Let's get some money going to the Jimmy Fun next time. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> we'll end it with that. F stands for fundraiser, boys and girls. Until next time, episode 16 in the books. Let's go. Enjoy it, brother. Thanks.